Hey, and welcome to another episode of This Expat Life. Today, I'm back in a digital studio with a guest and a super fun guest, Claudia Arroyo, also known as Latina in the Netherlands on Instagram. And that's exactly how I met her. I think I started following her about a year ago or so when I stumbled upon one of her really funny videos and I saw the rest of her videos and decided to follow her. Claudia is Peruvian, but she's been living in the Netherlands for a long time now, living together with her Dutch husband and their daughter. And while she has a nine to five job, she's also an Instagram star. She has over a hundred thousand followers who all love her videos about living in the Netherlands as a foreigner. What I like about Claudia is that she has so much creativity to point out some really typically Dutch things, always with a lot of humor. And she's not pointing out only the negative things, she's also pointing out the good things. And with her Instagram account, she's also been a super helpful source for other Latinos and Latinas who are living in the Netherlands or thinking about moving to the Netherlands and who may find it a little bit difficult to adapt here. I really, really enjoyed interviewing Claudia and I'm sure you'll enjoy the interview too. She shares about how she finds living in the Netherlands, how she arrived here, the differences between Peru or Latin America in general and the Netherlands, which I also recognize because I lived in Latin America myself and much more. And she also shares tips for others who are perhaps struggling here a little bit. And before I leave you to the interview, I just wanted to quickly let you know that in exactly one week, I am dropping a fantastic early bird offer for Expat Life School to those on the VIP standby list. Expat Life School is my signature program and in four months, I'll help you create a thriving life abroad, no matter where you are. Expat Life School normally costs 499 euros, but as I said, I have an amazing early bird offer for those on the VIP standby list with the highest discount I'll give and bonuses worth over 500 euros. But there are limited spots for this offer. So if you want to have the chance to get the offer, make sure that you are on the VIP standby list. I'll include the link in the show notes. Okay, here's the interview with Claudia and let me know what you thought of it. Enjoy. Hey, Claudia, welcome. Hi, good morning. Good Thank morning. You. Where are you calling <laughs> nice in from? Nice to see you finally. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sorry? Where are you calling in from? I'm um, from the north of Holland. <laughs> ah, <laughs> you're sitting outside in the is. sun? Y- yes, yeah. at the moment in the shadow because I didn't want to disturb, you know, the, the spring. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, at this time of, of the day, it's a little bit uh, cooler to sit outside than, yeah. than, than inside. It's for nice. Those, yeah. yeah. For those who are listening to the podcast or watching the video on YouTube, we are in September, but we have like a tropical week in the Netherlands after two months of rain. So yes. we are all really, really happy that we're finally able to go outside and enjoy a bit of summer. So yeah. it's nice to see that you're also uh, welcoming this tropical vibe in your garden. Today. <laughs> yeah, I always run outside for the sun, just like the Dutch people. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, speaking of which, I mean, you are from Peru, but you've lived in the Netherlands for a longer time now. So can you yeah. share a little bit about your journey, how you got here and um, how yeah, you find life in the Netherlands? Yes, it's going to be, I think, uh, about 18 years. Oh, my God. Oh, my this God. November. I arrived here in 2005, uh, in November. Um, I'm originally from Peru, from the north of Peru, in the coast. So I'm also very used to the warm weather, nice food, beach, and, <laughs> yes. you know, the, 
the nicest part of, of, of Peru. Of course, you have many regions, mm-hmm. uh, and Peru is huge. Um, but I came as an, um, as an au pair, actually, mm-hmm. to work for one year. Um, um, they, I think the house was uh, somewhere close to Utrecht. Bosendam is a place. Oh yeah, and yeah. that's actually how how I came. I uh, I was twenty three years old, and and my mom somehow decided I had to uh, move abroad. <laughs> it wasn't really my decision, uh, but actually she had a great idea the, to to find this uh, au pair program that actually helps you you know going abroad and learn from the culture you are with a kind of host family or host parents where you can at the same time work as a nanny yes. taking care of, of of their kids which i think for 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 young people you know of my generation was a great opportunity to go outside and look some other horizons you know after your year as an au pair uh, uh, you could be able to look for a career outside or just decide where to go next or go back to Peru. But that's actually how, how I came and it was a great experience. I loved it. No, yeah. it's, it's so interesting. I actually also had au pairs when I was younger, so I know it from the yeah. other side. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> that's and, nice, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and so you decided to stay. I, I decided to stay, yeah. Well, um, one of the reasons as well I came to you you know, is because my older sister, who is my, you know, my twin soul, mm-hmm. um, she emigrated also to Spain since, you know, years before me. So I kind of follow her steps. Yeah. Um, but the only options to come as an au pair was uh, Netherlands, Germany, and United States. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I chose Netherlands. Yeah. Because, uh, well, I don't know, I saw some pictures of bicycles, the canals, oh, how nice. There wasn't so much information, actually. Actually, I thought uh, I I started studying um, um, German, ah. <laughs> thinking, <laughs> thinking uh, you know, Deutsch was the same as Dutch because uh. I also didn't speak English by then so well. So mm-hmm. I actually didn't know that that, that that was actually the language from from the Netherlands. Uh, it was so funny actually when I realized. Oh, wait a minute. This is another language. <laughs> I have to learn something else, and yeah. and that's actually one of the reasons why. Uh, but uh, I figure if I go to the Netherlands, it will be easier for me maybe to go to Spain and visit my sister and mm. be closer to her. So that that is why actually how my mom thought. Okay, let's take this program, and I met the family on the phone. We clicked. Mm-hmm. They were awesome. They are awesome, actually. I still have some contact with them, and the oh, kids nice. are already nineteen years old. Can yeah. you imagine? <laughs> oh, how uh, how quick the the time uh, went. Yeah. Yeah. And so, did you ever imagine yourself still living in the Netherlands now, also with the Dutch husband and the kids? No. Yeah. Not at all. Not at all. My plan was really to go to some country where I couldn't speak Spanish, so uh, Spain. Yeah. And or go back to Peru. But I didn't come with a plan. I just came, you know, I was 23. Come on. I was yeah. very, very young. I just took my backpack and I say, bye, mom. Yeah. I'll see, I'll see, you know, what this country brings me. And I came, I came really naive, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's the word in English. It is. But yeah. without, without expectations at all. I was, I was not very 
I was not being very mature, I think, you know, mm-hmm. I, I grew up really a lot here. And when I came, I, everything wowed me, you know, wow, the buildings, wow, the, the cold, uh, I don't know, everything what I, what I saw impressed me a lot. And with a year, I thought, okay, the first I did was book a ticket to Madrid to go and see my sister. Yeah. That was my first goal. And after that, well, I went, I traveled a little in Europe. You know, I went to Paris, to some different cities that I always wanted to see. Um, and be, within that year, I met my husband. Actually, ah, that's, that that's is how I stayed. It's very classic. It's very yeah, classic. It's a very know? classical story. It's a very yeah. classic thing. He... Um, well, we, after the year of our pair, we moved in together, etc. We had a relationship before. Um, yeah, I liked him. He liked me. And he actually asked me, you know, do you want to go back to Peru? Do you want to go somewhere else? Uh, because it's not really my plan. So we talked about it. And I said, well, I really don't know. Let's try it. Let's just stay here. But if I later want to go to Spain, uh, we have to also, you know, put things on a balance and, and say well I also want to go to my family and at the end I stay here <laughs> stuck yeah so what I like about you and it's also the reason why I've invited you to the podcast is that uh, you are really big on Instagram you have over 100,000 followers and you make so many yeah. super funny reels and videos about life in the Netherlands and I actually didn't know that you were living here already for 18 years and now yes. I'm I'm even more impressed because you still have that very curious eye about what life is like as a Latina mm-hmm. um, and you still point out things that are so normal for me um, and probably normal for you also because you've been living here for so long but you still have that very curious eye to show okay people this is what life in the Netherlands really is about um, can yeah. you maybe share a little bit how you got started making those videos on Instagram? Well, let's see. I've, I'm, I've always been uh, crazy about social media. Always before Instagram started being so uh, famous, famous like mm-hmm. you know, Instagram always been there, you know, but not so much as TikTok. Yeah, and TikTok always been there before, uh, you know, Corona time when many people had a lot of free time. But I, I've always been in uh, Facebook before. You remember Hives? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> remember Hi-Fi? Hi-Fi? Yeah. The Hives yes, I remember. Yeah. All of them, Messenger. I was everywhere. I was yeah. everywhere putting photos, pictures, not so many reels because they didn't exist at, no. at, that, at that time. But I've always been posting things, you know, <clears throat> especially on Facebook because the family was there and and my friends, those yeah. were the first contacts. And then I discovered TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, wow, how cool. And I started doing some comic things. And, and then one day I did something about uh, the how uh, strange was that the stores were closed at 5 or 6 p.m. Yeah. in some of the cities yeah. and that video went viral ah. so, and that's how I realized oh wait I can do more of this stuff yeah <laughs> and I started posting things and things and things and on TikTok went pop 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 very yeah. quick you know with the followers so I um I switched to Instagram and yeah. I started posting exactly the same videos on Instagram and that's how I got my community yeah of uh of expats. I even had another name. 
I I wasn't Latina in the Netherlands, but it was something about travel, family, oh, and yeah. food because that's that's also something of my interest. Uh, yeah, you know, go, going to different places with with my daughter, with my husband, and explore things together yeah. and the food. Yeah, <laughs> I always nice. like to rate to rate uh, some restaurants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's really nice, and I can imagine you're following. I, I read some of the comments sometimes, and I think most of them are like. They, they recognize so much uh, in your videos. And I think that helps them to feel, okay, I'm not alone finding this curious or, um, you know, finding it hard to deal with those kind of things. Um, yeah. And you also bring it with a very light aspect. You know, it's not always bad at everything that happens here. It, it doesn't always have to be hard. You can also laugh about it. Of course, of course. Yeah, I think that's the way we, we have to see it. It's a, it's a culture shock, you know, to come to yeah. a totally different uh, country than, than what you are used to. But mm -hmm. it's just about, you know, mindset and, and look at the huge possibilities living in another country can give you. Uh, so, yeah, I put a lot of comic on yeah. the we are, uh, you know, things yeah. of, of, uh, of of Dutch people. Um which is actually very funny for for the foreigners and for expats that live here because they identify yes. with with my videos and that's very very curious you know to see oh wow yeah. I didn't know your husband was also like this you know it's it's yeah. a stereo it's a stereotype it is we cannot deny it yeah. you know and yes I generalize a lot. Uh, you know, I sometimes say, come on, guys, we know not everyone is like that. Yeah. There are many Dutch people that are that love and are very open, you know, to um, uh, to try new things, that love to be with uh, uh, foreign people, etc. Uh, and others are not, that are very reserved and they mm -hmm. like, you know, uh, just to try their own food. You know, they don't like to try strange things like my husband was before <laughs> so I take actually every example from him because I see him like a real Dutch person yeah. he yeah. loves cheese he cannot live without it I I, I just need to put him the, the you know the wooden clocks and he's a real Dutch yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with the time you know you, you you get in a relationship with someone who's different than than, than you or you are and then you change a little bit. You yeah, of course. adapt to each other. Yes. It's not like I I, I always say, I train him to be like me. No, we adapt to each other. We yes. understand now to each other. And when he goes to Peru, now he's like, oh, well, let's just go with the flow. Yeah. But at the beginning, it was also a shock for him to see mm -hmm. how how relaxed we are there, you know, more yeah. um, more easy with the time, you know, taking time and, and everything is slow and he he was yeah. just getting crazy but I told him it's like this you know yeah the same way I'm I'm trying to adapt in the Netherlands is is it's the same when you when you come here yeah. exactly yeah, yeah. Yes. and I have to say uh, as a Dutch person I also recognize a lot in your videos because I lived in Latin America for over five years so I, I feel oh, wow. both I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah I lived in Argentina Ecuador and Brazil <sighs> Oh wow! Yeah. Beautiful. Oh, that's so, why. Yeah, that's, that's why. why. I, like. I recognize both sides, and I also really relate to like the things that you find curious about the Dutch. Most of them, yeah. I'm also like, oh yeah, that annoys me as well, or I find it really funny. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. So maybe speaking about, um, you know, some of the cultural differences with Peru and the Netherlands, um, I you spoke, you mentioned food already, that food is really important for you. And I know in Latin America, people love to connect over, well, Latin Americans love food and the Peruvian kitchen is also known in the world for its uh, amazing cuisine. Yeah, and rich. Yeah, very rich. And yeah. people love to connect also over food, you know, with others. Here in the Netherlands, we don't have a really strong food tradition. So how <laughs> how did you find it like uh, getting here? Well, it's been a while now, but like connecting over yeah. when that food tradition isn't really present. Yeah, exactly. Well, I have to say I've been lucky. I've been lucky because my father-in-law has um, an Indonesian background. So always when we went to have dinner at his uh, their place you know or they came here he loves to cook he loves to cook lots and lots and he was always very worried about people not having enough food you know so it's, it's a it's a very similar culture and on that side of my family in love i've never been worried about food and, and once i also made a video at their house uh, you know, I I remember I remember it was something about Corona that I tried something and I'm like I'm, I don't taste it. But wait a minute, it's Corona time. <laughs> and that video, and that video also went viral. Um, but uh, but it was just a joke because he cooks delicious, you know, yeah. and he he's always the one that 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 cooks. Um, also when I was an au pair, the family I live with uh, were very international. Mm. Uh, and uh, she, 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 I remember she always brought, you know, products from France, from Italy. There was always pasta. There was always salads. Nothing like a stamp out, Nothing. Of course, mm. I tried sometimes for the first thing. I said, "Oh, nice." I'm mm. always being very open to try any food. Yeah. I saw the differences. Yes, but I'll, I'll say. Um, Exactly your question. Yes, I missed the sobremesa. Oh Did yeah, you say that the sobremesa, not Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know that when you when you finish eating, uh, you know my mother-in-law even thought that the food was delicious. She will say, "Okay, now Clark." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she will just pick up the, the the plates and go to the kitchen and pa 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 and yeah. ready. Are you going? <laughs> <laughs> I the house, and 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 that's uh, of course I respected that, but that's something I missed, you know, from the long dinners, yeah. you know, afterwards, yeah. you know, having a, a small chupito and just yeah. drinking something afterwards, and then you stay at the table like two hours later, just catching up on things and talking with the family. Yeah, that's something I miss, and that's the connecting with food with people. Yes. Yes. And here it's just more, more practical because you mm -hmm. just have to go, 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 because there are things to do. Yeah. And, well, in, in the Latin American culture, it's, it's more relaxed and you just looks like you have lots of time to do those things. Uh, but you learn from both, I think. Yeah, yeah. it's true. It's funny because the Natafland, as you say, like the, the long sitting at the dinner is actually something that I miss when I lived in Brazil. <laughs> so I thought it wasn't there. 
Uh, and yeah. I have this tradition uh, with my friends, with my family, that we always have long dinners. Maybe not yeah. as long as in Argentina, you know, like some countries in Latin America. But I definitely miss that actually in Brazil. I find that really okay. interesting. Like there, they serve the food, the the entrance oh. course, and then right away the the main course. And I'm like, give me some time to enjoy my meal and to relax here, and not just to come here for food. So it was a bit different there. Um, okay, well that's. That's interesting to know. I I didn't know. Okay. Yeah. So another thing that I um you know a difference that uh, I noticed, and I was talking to uh, Coco, who's one of my friends. Um, she actually lives in Peru. Uh, she's Dutch, but she lives in Peru. And she, uh, we were talking about that. I was going to interview you, and um, she mentioned <clears throat> something that she once heard uh, about that um like a comparison like the the latin people generalizing of course latinos they are more like a peach they're very soft on the outside they're very welcoming very kind very like easy to talk to but then they have a very strong pit in the core uh that is hard to break so it's really hard to get really in the inner circle or in them i don't know like really really close to them and then the Dutch people, yeah. and I guess a few other cultures, are more like coconuts. So they have a very hard, um, what's the word? A cover? No, the, um, the thing around the coconut water. I forgot. The yeah, name. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that one is very hard to break. But once you're in, it's like right away you're yeah. in the circle and it becomes much easier. And yeah. Um, yeah. I definitely struggled with the coconuts returning to the netherlands even when i needed friends as a dutch person it was very hard for me to break in you know the dutch are very they make their friends in their teens and 20s and then they're done making friends for the rest of their life so they're very hard to uh, totally understandable totally understandable Mm. why why would you you make new friends especially from other countries i mean that's why expats find it so difficult to make friends here because we come and we have to start from zero yeah with a society that is already grown up and already you know formed yeah like you said they made their friends uh from from the youth from from their school uh from their group and they i i would say i don't need more friends why would you need 10 friends you know yeah (laughs) 20 friends well, I know yes, I like doing the, the opposite, going as a Dutch person to Latin America, it was much easier for me to make friends, even though that society is also <laughs> in a way. Yeah. Latinos are more welcoming yeah. to having new people in their life at the outside. Whereas the Dutch... That's you know, true. That's you know true. how it is. And I'm really curious also to hear your experience with it. Like yeah. Dutch people aren't the easiest one to make contact with on the street or when you just meet them. So I'm also really curious, you as a Latina who is probably more like a peach <laughs> how did you find dealing with the dutch coconuts with the hard outside yeah it was uh it was kind of difficult i think especially at work you know when, when it's the place when you you know start uh making relationships with people and people i knew because we started going out and they were all really really nice Language is difficult, absolutely. When you don't speak their language, then it's kind of difficult to enter that heart, you know, coconut yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, um, cover, let's say. Because uh, even though you speak very good English, at the end of the day, 
they won't speak English to you the entire mm. day because they also want to speak to their Dutch friends. Yeah. Um. So uh, that was a little bit difficult for me. Never blame them. Um. But yes, it was difficult to to make friends uh, this way on my own. You know. Yeah. Because those were the friends of my husband who turned yeah. out to be my friends because I was, uh, you know, the partner, the and yeah. wife later. And I love them all. Uh, but then when I wanted to make friends on my own <clears throat> at work, um, yeah, it was pretty, pretty, it wasn't pretty easy, you know? Yeah. It's not like I went to work and I say, okay, I come to make friends. No, I, I went to work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes, you know, it has, it has to stay nice. Of course. Like, uh, yeah. But they, especially women, mm-hmm. women are more difficult than men. Men were a little bit more, uh, you know, you, you could, you could approach them easier mm-hmm. because, Men are men, you know, yeah. they are easier, they are more relaxed. And and women, we, we looked more, we judge more, no matter the nationality. Yeah. <laughs> we are like this, you know. Yeah. And I found I found really some very difficult, difficult Dutch people mm. in my life, in my work life, that I, you know, always try to uh, avoid. But sometimes it's really just, you know, touch my nerves. <laughs> <laughs> and, but the, uh, uh, I don't know. It's like um, as a foreign, as a foreign, you all, will always be a little bit out of the group if you are with Dutch people. So for me, it was very important to learn the language. On my first job, I only spoke uh, English, and and yes, I noticed some groupies. You know, this Dutch girl got along very well with the another Dutch girl. There was my boss who was always alone or with somebody else and then it was yeah. me you know <laughs> who probably when another foreign came then i will speak to this person and then we will be both of us yeah. together yeah and that's something you know it has to be avoided uh, uh, by speaking the language mm-hmm. and by trying with your dutch colleagues and yes it was a little bit more difficult but uh, at that time also i think i made uh, two friends on my own and the two girls were Dutch and yeah. we got along very well so no it's not impossible yeah <laughs> I think it depends a lot from it it depends a lot of where do they come from mm-hmm. um, um, coincidentally they were from Brabant oh yeah both yeah from the south of Holland you which know? is a bit more so social warmer yes. than the people yeah exactly yeah uh, we were also very young you know I'm talking about before I had a daughter and we went partying, etc., and uh, um, it was very nice because you know the south of uh, Holland people like to party a lot. Yeah, <laughs> I know. So, so that's why I think well with them. They were also younger uh, um, than me. I remember, but yes, I was very proud to say, you know, I made two yeah. friends of my own. Yeah, they are Dutch. Yeah, um, but sometimes it was difficult to get in 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 into getting to know that person. That's mm-hmm. that's true. But yeah. once you know them, you realize they are very, very, uh, very warm people, sympathetic, yeah. and they are very direct, which is something uh, also people from Latin America can learn. Yeah. But you say, you know, about um, Latin American people that we are very soft mm-hmm. the first time you meet us, and afterwards, maybe it's not, it's because we are not very direct. Yeah. And when we find something difficult, and I put also myself in that bag, uh, because I did it before, we won't tell you, mm-hmm. and we will keep on 
smiling to you yeah. while probably there is a problem or there is something we don't like and we won't tell you either because we don't dare to say or mm -hmm. because we don't want to hurt your feelings yeah. but at the end of the day that's bad because then then we are not being honest to you that's something i don't like about latin american people yeah it's all drama it's all problems <laughs> and nobody talks about it yeah it's very hypocrite and that's mm -hmm. something the dutch is not the dutch is practical you have a problem with something you tell it you don't like it Pech. yeah and then they go on with their lives and they don't care about the hurting your feelings <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes it's better yeah that, that way and yeah. that's how I also changed exactly you know sometimes my sister starting all <laughs> crying and I'm like a ver chicas uh what happened let's go to the facts this and this have this is a problem this way we have to solve it and yeah. they are like wow Claudia what, which was this <laughs> and I'm like yeah this is me living in Holland for 18 years come on Stop yeah. with the drama. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so do they accept that from you? Do they also see like, okay, you've got an interesting point of view now? They accepted it, but they sometimes think that I'm cold. Oh. <laughs> that I'm cold or detached from yeah. the feelings, you know? Yeah. And uh, yeah, I'm the one who's, who's always, uh, I'm very close to my family, but I'm the one who's always um, Sometimes not calling, sometimes not on the video call. And they're like, come on, Claudia, uh, yeah, uh, get in touch sometime, you know. And, uh, I don't know, I'm not, a, uh, I'm, I'm not as good at calling always, you know, like, uh, you know, the gossips, this and that. But yeah. my sisters love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I know it's important. My mom is always telling me, call me, <laughs> tell me what you're doing. <laughs> they don't they know what I'm doing, yeah. and, uh, where I am. And, <laughs> Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, that so. that is part of like expat immigrant life, you know, like otherwise you're yeah. living two lives, two social lives all the time. It's too much to yeah. do it. Yeah. You know, that's also different. My sister who emigrated to, to Spain years mm -hmm. ago, she's now in the United States. <laughs> so we all emigrated, you know. Yeah. Um, she, she lives in the United States and she lives, uh, unlike me, a lot with Peru still. Uh -huh. and, uh, and, uh, but the United States, you know, is is uh, is full of Hispanic people as well, and here not very much. So a lot of Mexicans, a lot of Colombians, uh, a lot of Peruvian people. Uh, she goes very often to Peru because it's also cheaper from the United States than from Europe. Yeah. Um, and yes, uh, she's still living two lives. Yeah. But also because her husband is Peruvian, ah, so the picture yeah. changes totally. Yeah, exactly. Go from from Lima to Nashville, like I'm going here to Amsterdam, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's very funny. It's very funny. I'm like, what? What? But what do you still have to do in Peru? In Peru, yeah, I have to go to a doctor. I have to go to a dentist. Oh, yeah. It's completely different, you know. Yeah. Why? Because in the United States, it's just impossible to get um um insurance that is yeah. good for you because it's so expensive. It really depends on your income, etc. You know. Yeah. It's not as easier and good uh, arranged here in, uh, in the Netherlands. So that's, that's sometimes also the difference. I, yeah. I, I, Peru for me is just my family food and visit. Yeah. I don't have anything else there yeah. actually. Yeah. Yeah. I have a house. I have a house. Okay. We still have a little house, my sister and I. And uh, we uh, always go there when we, when we arrived in, 
impact. That's nice. So that's nice. You yeah. still have something uh, communal to come back to to share that. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. my father is also. It's always there, of course. So another thing that I, um, you know, I w- I'm also really curious about. Like you're very expressive on Instagram with your uh, reels and everything. And I know Latinos, like you said, there's the drama. There's but there's a lot of expression of emotions, and the Dutch, they're more like. You know, I saw a really funny video of uh, you that you were um, uh, portraying your husband. Like everything that you say, he's just like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> so there is, yeah, there is not a lot of expression, or yeah, definitely no. less in the ne- in the Netherlands than in uh, Peru, I guess. Yeah. So I'm also curious, like, how do you do? You feel you can be your true self here, your true <clears throat> expressive self. Uh. Mm. I miss it sometimes. I miss it sometimes. But for this, you know, I have my friends. I have my family. If I have, you know, someone to tell a chisme, <laughs> <laughs> I, a juicy gossip chisme. Yeah. Then, I mean, I'll tell my husband and he goes like, exactly. Oh, look. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Let's put some chili <laughs> on this conversation. So, and then I'm like, I'm not, okay, yeah, do, you don't care. Maybe it's a, a girl thing, you know, women thing. So then I'll go and see my friends and and, and, and then I use, you know, my expressive <laughs> um, uh, way to be. And also with my sister and, and my mom. I think when uh, we always have a good contact and uh, we can always laugh a lot, you know, when, when I talk to, to them, even though we are far away. Um, I can be myself absolutely but then sometimes well I think okay it's just it's just different it's just it's different to tell a joke yeah. in Dutch that I know maybe it's different in Spanish yeah or because you know and I always think on uh, Sofia Vergara yeah I, <laughs> <laughs> I say something in Dutch but it, it really doesn't sound funny no so I really have to say it in Spanish and then I go and I talk to other people and then it's fine it's yeah. Fine. yeah 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 okay and another thing um you know in Latin America I personally always felt super welcome I felt part of society there I felt really welcomed in by uh Ecuadorians Argentinians Brazilians um I have a, a family in Ecuador that they really consider me as their like big Dutch daughter. <laughs> They're still like taking me in all the time, nice. visit them every couple of years. And there's a much stronger sense of community in Latin America than here in the Netherlands, where we have a very yeah. indiv- individualistic um, society. How is that for you? Like, how do you deal with that even after 18 years? Do you miss the community sense sometimes? Um, um, well... Not really. I think um, it, it depends a lot on, on on yourself and how you integrate in in, in some social, you know, uh, uh, networks. <laughs> uh, even though it's uh, is it, is for work or is for friends and family, um, I I'm very I'm a very social person, um, very open and very independent as well. So. Um, I feel that I don't need a lot of people around me to feel good. I enjoy a lot, a lot of uh, you know doing things on my own. Yeah. I enjoy my own company. So that's also something I always tell to to experts in Latin people who feel alone 
yeah. being here because they cannot find friends to do this and that mm-hmm. uh, or to go in, and see the country. And I always say, just do it by yourself and yeah. enjoy being with you. If you're not good with yourself, then you aren't going to never be able to find the friends you're looking for. And, yeah. and you stop blaming yourself because you have to start from zero. It's difficult. Yes, it, it's difficult to find friends. But I mean, I mean, you see me, uh, you know, on the socials, but I actually have only three friends. Mm. Uh, yes, you see me with a lot of people uh, because uh, I do, you know, the socials and I have a, is kind of also my job, which I enjoy a lot, yeah. you know, meeting with a lot of people. And many of them have become my uh, really lovely persons I love to have in my life. But uh, do I need them all as friends? Yeah. Not really. Not yeah. really. I have three good friends and I think one in Peru. <laughs> That's yeah. it. Yeah. You know, the, the friend who's always from school and, and, and uh, will always yeah. be there, even though I don't see her in 10 years. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, well... No, it's never been so difficult to me to to really find a um, a community. I think for me it was more important like uh, have a good contact with uh, with my family, have a, a few friends. You know, I still keep since my upper uh, yeah. period of time. I have one good friend mm-hmm. that also stayed in the Netherlands, and uh, it was it's very funny because we remember those years. You know, when we were like twenty four. Mm-hmm. And now we both have kids. Yeah, we live nearby because she lives in Baden. Uh, oh, nice! So it's uh, it's my dear friend, you know, and and I think the friends that I've been making because of the social media, that's something else, you know. Not everyone can have, yeah, because not everyone works on social media like I do. So if if you don't, just just go be out there, you know. There are thousands of groups. On Facebook, yeah. on uh, you know, on uh, the Latin experience. Don't forget, yes, <laughs> <laughs> to make uh, to make friends, to make friends that 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 uh, somehow feel lonely uh, when they live here. And everything takes time, you know. And you just have to uh, also do something for yourself to go outside and don't stay at home. <laughs> yes, I like this advice because on the one hand, you're saying, okay, like, accept that this is a longer process. You have to start from zero. You cannot expect that, you know, you have the same group of friends as you mm-hmm. had at home. But on the other side, you're also, uh, yeah. and yeah, you're also yeah. saying, like, get in action, do, do something. Like, don't sit at home and wait for them to come to yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And maybe about the Latin experience, because, uh I like I said I think your your social media is a really good way for expats and immigrants and whoever else is here uh, to feel less alone to feel connected with you it's a great way for you to connect to your followers as well and you're also organizing events yeah. right so can you maybe share yes. a little bit about that yeah of course um, the Latin experience is a group of uh, we are seven guys seven immigrants or slash expats you know. <clears throat> There is a difference between those two terms, you know. There is, yeah. <laughs> I think I think immigrant is someone who came to stay. Yes. To stay here from another from another country. You're not looking yes. for a better future, etc. You yeah. know, and expert is I think to only you know yourself, of course. Temporary. But it's always, you know, like hopping, hopping, hopping everywhere. Yeah. And that's not something we are doing. So we, we are immigrants that 
the um, uh, get go back to get uh, go together to um, organize different events for um, uh, all experts that love the Latin community and culture. Mm-hmm. Yes. So you don't need to be Mexican or mm-hmm. or Latino, but you can also be Dutch person. You can also be an American who somehow relates to the Latin yeah. community because you lived there because maybe you have a, a husband or a or a girlfriend, etc. Um, our events are either parties, um, also conferences like the one we had, uh, I think it was this year in April in Boom Chicago. It was very, very nice. Yeah, I think I, I told you about it. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, barbecues, dinners, uh, and, and parties, you know, like theme parties. Like uh, this time we have the Mexican party on 5th December. And everything started, I think, last year with a, with a Halloween, with a Halloween event. I remember. Where, yeah, I yeah, saw Yeah, exactly. That was booming. I think, you know, because uh, the the founder of this organization is W, which is another good friend of mine. And mm-hmm. uh, he's, um, he's um, a YouTuber, actually very present on YouTube and also on Instagram. But he focused more on his on, on, on YouTube, showing also things about the Netherlands. So we met. And because we were both, you know, doing things for the community and meeting greets, small things, you know. So we thought, hey, I want to do something for Halloween. And I said, oh, hey, me too. Yeah. Okay, let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> so we got together and it was really fun. Uh, it was very, very nice. There were like 700 people. Wow. And, and from, from this event is that he came up with the idea, let's do um, a whole organization called the Latin Experience. Yeah, and we called some friends, you know, to uh, that also want to be, you know, content creators and grow in the community, etc. Everyone has their own qualities, you know, and I love that different uh, nationalities as well, Mexican, Peruvian, Venezuela, etc. Yeah, and and we grew a lot. Yeah, yeah. 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 So I really yeah. like uh, for every, everyone who's watching or listening to the show, like it yeah. started as something so small, like meet and greets yeah. and hey, I want to do something for Halloween. Let's do it. And now you have parties with yeah. 700 people. And yeah. so anyone who lives abroad and feels like, hey, I want I miss something. I want to enjoy a party or I want to celebrate something, but I don't find it here in the country. You can organize it yourself. I think this exactly. is a wonderful example. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's. Uh, I think we are, we are more more experts in immigrants than, than you think. Yeah, I was really really impressed of seeing how many people actually needs this. Yes. How many people found friends yes. on, on our events and they say, oh, I made two friends, you know, on the, I don't know, one event, so I'm going with them again. Yeah, and that's uh, that's very nice. Yeah, that's very nice. Good to hear. Okay, Claudia, um, I can talk to you for much longer, I think, because uh, I really enjoy hearing how you find life in the Netherlands as a Peruvian, but uh, we need to wrap this up. Um, I always <laughs> ask my guests um, to, yeah, for an answer yeah. to one question, and that is, what is your number one hack to make living or traveling abroad easier or more fun? A hack? Um, so it can be a mindset well, um, thing, I a think skill. I have, I, yeah product yeah exactly yeah mindset uh, mindset i'll say uh, you know be proud of your roots mm. don't forget where you, where you come from 
never be ashamed of your accent. Uh, learn English. Or Dutch. <laughs> <laughs> learn English. That's, that's very important. That's something to start with. Yeah. And uh, even, even though you, you don't speak it uh, beautifully, you know, mm-hmm. just always learn to express your thoughts correctly the way you want to to tell them even though you have this beautiful accent you know of yeah. a latin american yeah um, um and, and and i think the first thing you have to do when you come is uh, look for a place where you can buy your ingredients to cook yeah. <laughs> at home yeah just find a place yeah it, it can be internet it can be you know a physic uh, store somewhere contact me i'll give you the hacks where to buy them and nice. you will be happy yeah you are not you're not obligated here to eat your cheese sandwich you can do whatever you want there are many ingredients that are not everywhere like in yeah. spain you know in madrid you find these stores yeah. in every corner it's peru yeah. when you go there it's yeah. Latin america because yeah. there are many uh many many ex- expatriados over there yeah but uh but here not so much so you really have to find them yes yes it's true i actually i'm really yeah. lucky because there's an expat store right around the corner here in the hague where there's <laughs> lots of products and i saw latin stuff also so i definitely need yeah. to take a look there is that wrong wrong uh, the no. name is wrong something no no, it's some African name, I think. I forgot the oh, exact okay. name. Nice. Yeah, but for anyone who's listening or watching, it's on the Frederik <laughs> Hendrikstraat, the, the famous Fred in The Hague. So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Okay, Claudia, thank you so much. And um, where can people find you if they want to follow you? Uh, well, on Instagram. Uh, mm-hmm. My uh, name is Latina underscore in underscore the underscore. <laughs> the netherlands i'll add it to the show notes yeah if you just type latina in the netherlands you'll find me yes yes great yeah and i really and everyone like if you want to follow claudia do it because she's really funny Uh, if you're thinking about moving to the netherlands she will give you a really good image of what life in the netherlands looks so (laughs) yes yes thank you claudia and i'm sure we will be in touch and i hope to see you also at one of the latin experience i would love to join thanks to you yes yeah we missed you there (laughs) yes okay thank you thank you so much have a good day Yeah, and that was the interview with Claudia, Latina in the Netherlands. I hope you enjoyed the interview as much as I did. And if you like this episode, it would really mean a lot if you could leave a review on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. It really helps me to grow this community. And then the last thing, don't forget about the early bird offer that is coming live in exactly one week on the 18th of September to those on the VIP standby list. Being on that list is absolutely free, no strings attached. You just leave your name and email address and you will receive the offer in your inbox. And that's it. You can decide if you want to take on that offer or not. There's nothing else behind it. Expat Live School is an online course with over three hours of video content, but in really nice short videos, because I want to make learning about your expat life easy and fun. You can watch or listen to the videos on the app, on your laptop, while you're cleaning the house, while you're on the plane, it doesn't really matter. They're concise videos really helping you to go a little bit deeper and to think about what you want in your expat life. And in Expert Life School, I collected my most valuable lessons that had helped me to really create the life that I'm dreaming of. And these are coming from my personal experience as an expat in recent years, but also from my professional experience as a life coach for expats. 
So that means that in Expat Live School, we're not just gonna talk about Expat Live. There are also lots of exercises coming from my coaching experience that will really help you to go a little bit deeper on what it is that you want and why you're being held back by it now. I really believe that if you want to create your best life, no matter where you are, you need to work from the inside out. This, in my eyes, is the only way that it will last. And the beauty of it is that if you work from the inside out, it means it's all internal. So no matter where you go, you can always create that thriving life. Expat Life School also comes with four months of an online community where like-minded fellow expats are as well, who will understand you right away without you having to explain yourself first. You can share your wins, your struggles, your tips. The community is really for that kind of thing. And the best part is that it comes with five online group sessions. In these sessions, we will go deeper into the course topics. We will also do some extra exercises and there is time for Q&A and hot seat coaching. All the previous participants love the group sessions and I know it's one of the best features of this program and I am so looking forward to the next group sessions because I really upgraded them. Expat Life School starts on the 16th of October, so we still have a little bit, but remember I'm launching the early bird offer on the 18th of September already. So if you want to get that discount and the really cool bonuses, okay, I'm going to tell already one which it is, it is a bonus of an online masterclass that I will host at the end of the year to create your best year in 2024. I always love setting goals for the new year and to really reflect on how the previous year went and what I want for the next year and to come up with a plan to really make it happen. Every year at the end of the year, I take a couple of days to be in a cabin by myself so I can really tune inwards and connect with my dreams and desires and what I want to do. And I have a whole way of how I do this and I really want to share that with you. So I will host an online masterclass. I still have to decide the price, but it will be around 100 euros. But if you join Expat Live School with the early bird offer, you will be able to join this masterclass for free. And there are more bonuses and also a discount. So this is really an offer that you don't want to miss out on. You can sign up through the link in the show notes. Okay, that's really it. I wish you a wonderful day wherever you are in this beautiful world. See you soon again.